deciding that it's okay to forget. I think this is one of the greatest things I have done for myself. In the love of learning that it's perfectly okay, that it's perfectly human to learn and relearn lessons. Hey friends, welcome to the ADHD Boss Podcast. I'm Ellen Argo, and my mission is to help you make more money with self-trust and more fun this year in your business with your ADHD brain. So if you're looking for ways to empower your brain, scale your business, and have more fun, please subscribe to this podcast. You are not a robot. It's okay to be to not be perfect. It's okay to not get it right. It's okay to forget and it's okay to re-remember. I'm not sure if I've said this out loud or if I've just said it in my head, but one of the big reasons why I don't edit this podcast is to remind you that it's okay to not be perfect. You can post a podcast where literally anyone in the world can hear you or very likely only five people are hearing you. Anyways, that's a total joke. Anyways, um, I just want to really make it very normalized that you don't have to be perfect, that you don't have to edit yourself to be of of value to other people, that you can simply be a human that makes imperfect sentences at all times. And I'm really good at imperfect sentences. I allow myself to know that something is going to be clunky for at least three months with solid effort. That is what I have decided. But I also remember that when I forget, that I get to re-remember that I made that agreement with myself. I used to have this thought, and I hear this thought all the time with my clients of, I shouldn't forget something. This is so important to me. I especially think this with my friends and my clients that I see. I see so many clients in a day, and I expect myself to remember every single situation that happens for each and every single one of them. And there is truly not a person in the world that is perfect. Heck, not even computers are perfect. Just ask me. (laughs) And ask yourself, how many times have you done this? You have more grace with yourself and continue to build trust with yourself. You also start to realize when others have unrealistic expectations of you too, if anyone does. But on the tangent, anyone with unrealistic expectations of you They also have them for themselves, very likely. I only say this because it allows me to feel compassion, which transmutes any anger or frustration that I could possibly feel towards me realizing that they are setting unrealistic expectations of myself. So really asking yourself, how many times have I done this? When am I expecting myself to be perfect? There is so much value in this because it allows ourselves to check our unrealistic expectations for ourselves. And it also allows us to set boundaries with people and have conversations with people that are have unrealistic expectations of us. If we are expected to remember everything from somebody else, it's going to bother us if we also expect ourselves to remember everything, every single story that other people tell us. But when we have our own back and we're like, no, I have 13 clients that I see every single day, every 25 minutes, yeah, I'm allowed to forget something. There is nothing wrong with me. This is a great way to build self-trust and self-confidence. And from that place of self-trust and self-confidence, when you are thinking those thoughts, when someone doubts you and thinks that you're not a very good friend or wonders if you're ever really listening to them, you can be like, no friend, like I listen to you. It's just, I have a lot going on. Like, and you can straight up have that conversation of, no, I, I really truly care about you. but. I just didn't remember that. So, and then we can disconnect it from who we are. 
And this goes along the lines of when someone says that you have purple hair and you know you don't have purple hair, it doesn't mean anything about you. When someone else tells you that you obviously don't care about them because you're not remembering the things that they're telling you and you knew and you know truly that you listen and you care about them, that's purple hair. When you know you don't have purple hair, you don't need to respond to it. So in that, you build so much trust and value ultimately in your own self. And what's better than that? Just believing in yourself and having your own back. I feel like that's like the ultimate thing in life. That's what we're all going towards, right? Every single goal that we go for, and I listen to it in my clients and in myself and in my goal setting, it's like feeling good about ourselves, knowing that we are successful, knowing that we can accomplish things. And what is that feeling? A lot of times it's success and self-trust. So I don't know if you guys have that experience too, or if it's just me, Um, but whatever we can generate self-trust, like let's go for it, right? So another thought that comes up a lot is I've learned this lesson already. And this brings up shame for me, especially, and it brings shame up for my clients. There are so many different times in our lives. Have you ever read a book at one time in your life and then again at another time in your life? And you get entirely different ideas and understanding of that book at that different time, right? I feel like this is life. We can learn something and then we change and then we learn something else, even from the same exact situation, even if someone says the exact same words that trigger us, but at a different point in our life, it helps us unravel so much more understanding and how we want to show up for ourselves and how much we want to learn and grow from that. We can learn something and then we change and then we learn and then we need to re-remember and then we innovate. There is nothing wrong with re-remembering. I kind of want to change it to instead of re-remembering and having sadness that we're forgetting, maybe we change it from forgetting to innovating. I love that. Like thinking about instead of having the shame because I forgot automatically makes us makes me feel shame. The emotion that I feel when I think that is I'm shameful of my brain and I judge my ADHD brain. And instead, when I recognize that this is an opportunity for me to innovate, that is definitely not shame. That is much more of an empowered, excited, and I'm going to learn and grow and see what I can innovate from that. So I really like asking myself what things have helped me in the past. This helps me remember remember that I do have systems that work for me. Instead of buying into the fact and the thought that seems to quickly come next, I am never going to learn this. This is a thought that comes up often. And I hear this also from my clients. I am never going to learn this. I am a slow learner. These are things that our human brain will offer us when we believe that we have to re-remember that we're just going to forget, right? I'm a slow learner is a very easy next sentence, but this doesn't have to be true. Let's find evidence of where you are really actually a fast learner and you know you have your back. Your brain will find evidence of whatever you want. Might as well have it be useful, right? Not shutting your brain down with shame and judgment. Once I remember what worked in the past, I then ask myself, what can I do to support myself 
to use this tool more often. Your brain will find an answer. Now write it down, tell your partner, set alarms on your phone or whatever it takes. Don't expect yourself to remember for the first time of starting a new process. Support yourself with reminders. When you get in the habit of a certain routine, that's when it becomes ingrained. And most people say that it takes about six months to get a new habit ingrained. How many times have you totally bashed yourself over the head after doing something the first time, right? If you gave yourself even six months until something was ingrained, I feel like we would have so much more compassion and we would find ways to support ourselves and lean into this imperfection, this not being a robot, right? But that's when it's harder to forget. It also makes it easy when you have the routine of checking in with your thoughts, that you can have awareness of what supports you. You continue to learn more and more about yourself, your brain, and innovative ways to support you where you are now. When I was an entrepreneur of one, I needed to remember way different things than I do now. I needed to completely innovate, fall on my face, and forget people that I am offering a discount to people on my email list until they got mad at me for not telling them. And there is a saying, old habits die hard. When we don't set in things to help us break the old habits. This is so real. When I first started my entrepreneur journey, I was so used to being an entrepreneur of one. And so I would just send out emails every once in a while and just offer a discount code to all these people. And then at that time, I had I had two or three employees. We had actually grown pretty fast. And they were talking about, they were feeling left out because I didn't tell them that I had offered them a discount. And these clients were coming back with discount codes And yeah, totally just fell on my face. And But that was such a great learning experience and also a great place for me to have those conversations with my employees to let them know, hey, I'm sorry that I forgot that. This is my first time ever having employees. This is something that I've always done in person. And it gave me a really great opportunity to show them that I'm just a human, right? It's so easy for people to have these misunderstandings and to get their feelings all up in a tizzy. But it also is a great time for you to share your humanity and not let them ultimately jump to conclusions that you don't care about them because you didn't tell them. You can just let them know, hey, this has never been a thing for me and this is new and I will do my very best to make sure I let you know, not giving myself an out, but I just want to let you know that this is something I've been doing for three years without having to tell anybody and so I'm going to do everything in my power so that I set myself up for success so that I do let you know. But if I don't let you know, it doesn't mean I don't love you. And those are some really awesome conversations that I've had with people in my life that have really, really helped me. And the people that don't respond well to that, they're no longer in my life. And the people that respond to that and accept the fact that I'm a human, they thrive in my business And we thrive together because we support each other and nobody expects anybody to be a robot, which I, for one, truly enjoy. Knowing and allowing old habits to happen and reflecting on setting a process and setting the expectation, even like, hey, people that work for me, I'm not going to be perfect, but I will try my absolute hardest to let you know everything that is going on. I also think 
that should suffice. But not opting out, not making excuses, but just reminding them of your humanity as well. No one is going to be perfect. Everyone is going to get is going to forget things every once in a while or think they did something, but they simply thought about it a million times. Um, I for sure do this a lot. I think about it so many times that I'm not sure if it's a reality or if it's something that is real. For example, the beginning of this podcast. (laughs) Each and every time I walk away with some other powerful tool and understanding for myself and for others. This time it's using a timer on the Focus app to remind me to work for 25 minutes and then take a break. I really love Focus Timer. It's just a free app that's available on the App Store or you can just set a 25 minute timer. Um, but the cool thing about the Focus Timer is it sets 25 minute intervals and I'm a, I am use it so that it reminds me that, okay, I only have a certain amount of time that I need to focus on a certain topic. As I think of things that I need to do in that 25 minutes, I just write them down because otherwise I'm going to be so focused on the things that I don't want to forget that I don't even focus on the thing that I'm doing. So that has been a really cool hack that I've found is I set my timer for the 25 minutes and I know that I only have to stay focused for like when I look at the clock and I'm like, okay, well, I have 18 minutes left. I can then be like, well, 18 minutes, I could stay focused for 18 minutes And I won't forget all these other things that are popping up into my brain and I will get them taken care of because I'm writing them down right now. And that builds a lot of really cool trust. And it's a habit that I am beginning and getting used to and I am imperfect in right now. I want to remind you that the forgetting was not a waste. I was able to learn how to continue to support myself and my brain through the forgetting. I kept forgetting that I had this focus app. I I kept forgetting that I had all of these tools that I had already learned on how to support my brain and to keep myself focused. And in fact, a lot of my problem is actually more hyper-focusing and allowing myself breaks so that I'm not jumping all over the place. But anyways... We also often have, I'm never going to have control of this because I have ADHD. This being whatever your issue is, there are so many things that we blame ADHD for. And I just want to give you a space for taking, there's actually so much benefit in not pinning the blame on something. And quite frankly, when you take ownership of something, it allows you change. And something that a lot of us are afraid of is change. And a lot of us are actually afraid of taking responsibility for stuff. But the only way that you are able to have control, which is something that everyone wants, is by taking responsibility and knowing that you can change the way you are thinking through that responsibility. So I think the worst thing we can do is shame ourselves for who we are. When we shame our brains, our ADHD brains shut down. We inflict pain upon ourselves through emotional sabotage. We isolate ourselves. We put pressure on ourselves to remember things and we disconnect from ourselves. Having unrealistic expectations for ourselves is something we are highly skilled at, whether it be how many times and how many things we get done in an hour or if it's simply the kind of person that we need to be. We can forget and we can remember and no, it doesn't mean we aren't worthy or a successful business. 
No, it also doesn't mean that we will never get there wherever there is for you. It's so funny. We are worried about having control over our ADHD, yet we give all of our control or power to the ADHD. How do you get that power back from the ADHD? You simply breathe. You identify the feeling, whatever you are feeling. Much of it that I experience for myself and my clients with ADHD is shame of forgetting. Maybe you adopt a decision. I have decided that it's going to be clunky for three months. Oh yeah, I forgot. I It's only my second time trying this. Oh, I'm doing great, right? This is the whole like verbal processing in your noodle noggin. When you are able to come to understand that you are creating your feeling of shame, not because you really have anything to be shamed over, ashamed over, but simply because of our need for control and our unrealistic expectations of ourselves. We are able to have our own backs. We are able to trust ourselves. We are able to trust our own brains and we are able to have ADHD without it defining our successes or allowing failures to mean so much to us. When we expect failure and we decide that it's part of the process, when we allow ourselves to forget, and when we know that forgetting is not failure, it's part of the process, we allow ourselves to forget. We allow ourselves to not be a robot. We allow ourselves to feel joy. And we allow ourselves to have our control back of our emotions. This might be the biggest thing that I talk to my employees at work about. There is not one perfect way to do things. And as long as you are coming from your core value, such as for us, it's being love, educating others and empowering others, that it's perfect. What if you thought that way? What if you knew that nothing had gone wrong? Not even shaming your brain was wrong. Shaming my brain for so long is why I got trained in life coaching, to try to support and understand myself. And as I learned and shifted so much through that, I was able to lift so many past beliefs about myself. I was then also able to help others with the same issues as me. It allowed me to support my team so much more. Because of this thing that felt like a big black traumatizing cloud that I leaned into, I learned what I needed to support myself through it, to not let it rule my world. And it was exactly what I needed to be able to create the impact, to show others what they are capable of. It was exactly what I needed to get me in the right direction. I truly believe that everything in my life is there for a reason. I am reading a book with a bunch of women and one woman pulled up a blip from the book and it was, and it's been constantly in my head. I'm always on the path of least resistance. Even when it feels like the path of most resistance, I can relax knowing that I am on my path of least resistance. I rode down some freaking bumpy paths and I swear I felt all the bumps at all times, but it helped me hyper-focus and I learned so much. It was like a pressure cooker. I dug deep because of that experience. I can look back and see so clearly that that was a path of least resistance. And that path also led me to the man of my dreams. So if you take nothing away from this, in whatever way that resonates you, just remember to have faith that you are always on your path of least resistance. 
Oh, yeah. And it's okay to rate, remember. If you love this podcast, we would love your review or share with a friend. If you are ready to jump in, create change, and make money with your ADHD brain this year, let's jump on a complimentary coaching call. Go to Ellen Argo. Oh, nope, not that. ADHDboss.fun. Or you can go to ellen.argo on Instagram. There is a link in my bio to book your one-on-one free coaching session. I can't wait to see you soon, my friends. Have fun. Bye.